0: everyone and welcome to the First Love Ministries weekly podcast. I'm glad to be live and here with you. (laughs) I'm so grateful to Peter for all the work he does to fill in when I can't be. I was struggling with sickness for a couple weeks and then I was gone in Costa Rica at a discipleship school and so we just didn't have opportunity to do the podcast. So Pete finds old sermons of mine and finds a way to get him out to you. (laughs) I was listening to the one for this week, the second half of that one sermon, and I was laughing with Pete that, wow, when I get fired up, man, I'm in. It just got so loud, and uh, it just made me think of how many times my kids said, Dad, you were yelling today. And I go, it's not yelling, it's passion. But it sounded a little bit like yelling to me, too. So I apologize if you're used to hearing these a little bit more calmer podcasts, and then you hear the sermons on a whole nother decibel level, And but my hope is, is that it still blessed you. Well, anyway, what I want to do for the next two times is entitle this one and the next one, The Lord is My Shepherd. But what stimulated this, too, is if you haven't had a chance, Pete had me come in one day and do Psalm 23 first person in a variety of ways, and then he put it together with the visual and music. And um, if you haven't seen that, definitely visit the website because it really came out special and I think it would bless you. But it just caused us to think about maybe we should talk a little bit about Psalm 23. And and so instead, I'm going to entitle this uh, next two podcasts, though, The Lord is My Shepherd. Now, here's why. I receive this worship together email periodically. It's a It's a ministry, I think, an organization that sends out brand new worship songs, maybe monthly, something like that. But as a part of it, what's very interesting about it is that they also, within the email, embedded is this interview that they call New Song Cafe. And what'll happen is that they'll interview the people that have written the songs. And so people you would know, Chris Tomlin, Carrie Job, people from Bethel worship, Hillsong worship, Jesus Culture worship, lots of different people. And so, it's a lot of fun, a lot of times, is to hear what was behind the creation of this song. Well, I started thinking about Psalm 23 and David, and many of you may know already, but you recognize that the Psalms are Israel's hymn book, and that they're songs primarily. And David is attributed to 73 of 150 of those Psalms to those songs. In some ways, it makes me kind of grieve that we have the lyrics, but we don't have the notes and the music. It'd be kind of fun to hear actually what the songs were themselves. But I was just thinking about the fact that you could almost put together a greatest hits of David's greatest songs. And I started thinking about some of my favorites, and certainly Psalm 23 is probably the most well-known, that people know it and many have them memorized. But I was imagining King David showing up on New Song Cafe, (laughs) right? And them sitting with him and go, you know, David, you've written a lot of great songs. And, you know, Psalm 103 might be the Bless the Lord, O My Soul song, you know, and something to that effect that he'd have a title, you know, they wouldn't have been titled Song 23. It'd be some sort of title, I would imagine. And in this case, maybe he sits down with the interviewer, and the interviewer says, So, David, you've written another new song, and it's called The Lord is My Shepherd. So tell us a little bit about that. You know, what caused you to write this song? And I start imagining, David, yeah, that really as a song writer. And he wrote so many of them. Of course, you could play the lyre and played it well enough that it would soothe King Saul's soul. So he's got a whole musical side to him and just imagining, yeah, that new song, Cafe, why'd you write this? My thought was, well, okay, if I were David and I was telling Pete, I I ended up going back and rereading most of David's life again, just to try to imagine at what point in his life would he have written this song? And what did actually trigger it? The Lord is my shepherd. Even that, I was trying to imagine for David Why didn't he say, the Lord is my shepherd, instead of saying, the Lord is our shepherd? For you see, at the time of David, not just in Israel's culture, but in all the cultures around, kings, lords, perhaps even gods, were understood that in the way that they ruled, governed their people, is that they would do it like a shepherd. Now, this comes later than David's actual time, but in Isaiah, Isaiah says to the people in 49 to 11, he says, Say to the towns of Judah and to Jerusalem, Here is your God. See the sovereign Lord. Remember, the Lord is my shepherd. See the sovereign Lord comes with power and he rules with a mighty arm. See, his reward is with him, and his recompense accompanies him, which is the compensation that he's bringing for those who have loved and served him. And, but you have this sentence of, here's your God. He's the sovereign Lord. He comes with power and a mighty arm, and he rules. And yet the very next sentence is this. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. And he gently leads those that have young. It was culturally understood inside and outside of Israel's culture that kings, rulers, would see their people as a flock and shepherd and care for them. And even when David was put into leadership, in 2 Samuel 5.2, Some of the people come to him and they say, And the Lord your God said to you, David, remember this, You will shepherd my people Israel, and you will become their ruler. Then later in 2 Samuel 7, the prophet Nathan comes to David with a word from the Lord. And this is what God told Nathan to say to David. Now then, Nathan, tell my servant David, this is what the Lord Almighty says, I took you from the pasture from tending the flock, and appointed you ruler over my people Israel. And remember what I just said to you from 2 Samuel 5.2, the people reminded him, you will shepherd my people Israel, and you will become their ruler. So you see these concepts coming together. The Lord, the King, is my shepherd. But again, I would think if I were interviewing David, why would you say the Lord is my shepherd instead of the Lord is our shepherd and that he's the king over all of us as his flock and as his people. And, And I started wondering if David wouldn't have answered saying, well, you know, he took me out of the flock. He made me the ruler. And I recognize that I'm a shepherd over the Lord's people. But then wondering if he didn't have a moment when he thought, yeah, but who shepherds me? Who cares about me? Who watches over me? And did it begin with him thinking about... But the lord is my shepherd the lord is the one who loves me and cares for me and watches over me and and then i thought i wonder if he went back and started imagining what it was like when he actually was a boy and a teenager being a shepherd and it made me think of this moment when we all know the story of david and goliath remember and he shows up at the camp and everybody's terrified of goliath And David's really upset about this and can't imagine. Why are you guys allowing this giant to stand out there and mock God and mock God's people? And and then here's what David said. Maybe you remember this, but let it just strike you afresh today. David said to Saul, Your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came, And carried off a sheep from the flock. I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. And when it turned on me, I seized it by its hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear." This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. I think when David wrote this and said, the Lord is my shepherd, Not only is he thinking about who is my shepherd, who watches out and cares for me, but you suddenly realize that for David, the Lord was his shepherd. Very real, very close, very personally, where he said, look, I understood that it was God. It was God who came and rescued me in the same way when I rescued the sheep, he came and rescued me. He watched out for me, he cared for me. And it made me wonder if what parts of his reflection, where did he start with in that psalm? Now we hear him say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. But then he says, and when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. And now it's no longer descriptive where he began by saying, the Lord is my shepherd. He, he, he. But now he says, I will fear no evil because you, you are with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. I just wonder if he starts thinking about about how the Lord really had been his shepherd. And started thinking about all the things then that he did for his sheep, not just protect them from the lion and the bear, not just come and rescue and save them. But I wonder if he just started imagining, yeah, you know, what are the things I did for the sheep? Well, I led them beside still waters. I provided, brought them to where they could have their thirst quenched and I caused them to lie down in green pastures where they could graze and eat and be at rest And then I wondered if he thought, yeah, but Lord, you were so much more than that. You didn't just take care of my physical needs. Maybe most importantly, you took care of my soul. You took care of my heart. You restored it. You refreshed it. You know, it made me think about, he might bring up, you know, that song I wrote, Psalm 63, where he says, you know, my soul thirsts. For you, it longs for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. And then he says, But then I entered the sanctuary and I beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. And in your name I will lift up my hands. Because then he says, My soul, my soul has been satisfied as with the richest of foods. I wonder if David started thinking about, yeah, that unlike sheep who are just satisfied with some water and some good pasture and a chance to lie down, that David recognized that, yeah, the Lord's taking care of my needs. He's guided me. He's watched over me. He's protected me. But then I wonder if he even made a moment where he thought, you know, I'm not just like a sheep. Because everybody is puzzled by when in verse 4 he says, that he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies, that he anoints my head with oil, my cup overflows. I just wonder if in that moment when he went, Lord, your love for me, your goodness, which honestly that very next statement when he says, surely goodness and love, the old translation was goodness and mercy, but the word is chesed, the word that was often translated steadfast love or loving kindness. some ways it's that moment where David's going, you know what it's like to have the Lord as your shepherd? You will never want. In fact, it's even way better than just not having your needs not met or they're always, they always are met. But he says, no, it's God's goodness. God's steadfast love is loving kindness that comes with us all the time, follows us all the time, pursues us all the time. And it just made me wonder when he got and changed gears there in that one moment that he started thinking, yeah, again, the Lord just doesn't give us grass and water and a safe place, but he started thinking about, you know what, there were so many times when I was surrounded by enemies. And as I was rereading David's story, I'm like, oh my gosh, man, he just had enemies constantly. But in the midst of his enemies, the Lord did more than just provide, as it were, just grass. But I mean, he provided a table, a spread, In Psalm 36, he says, you know, both high and low among men find refuge in their wings and they feast on the abundance of your house. That as human beings, it's more than just grass. I mean, he just came with a spread with abundance. And and then the image of you anoint my head with oil. Remember when Jesus in Luke 7, when he's at the house of the Pharisee and nobody anointed his head with oil. That was the normal thing to do for an honored guest. And here David's saying, you know, every time Lord... I came to you. You spread a feast for me. You would anoint my head with oil, like your honored guest. And my cup, I mean, you weren't stingy. You didn't give me just a little wine. It would overflow. That somehow, someway David switched gears because he just recognized we are way more than a sheep. And the way the Lord treats, blesses, shows abundance, shows care, it's just amazing. So much so that then he finally bursts out and just has to say, surely truly absolutely positively lord your goodness your steadfast love your loving kindness follows me pursues me all the days of my life and then it just makes me wonder if maybe he wrote this toward the end of his life because then he says and i will dwell in your house forever which would have been the temple and realizing there were seasons when david was driven out of jerusalem and how much he probably longed to be back in the temple, to be there in the presence of God, to sing and worship. And, and maybe longed and knew that there was a heavenly temple that he would be in forever. I don't know. None of us really know why David wrote, The Lord is My Shepherd. But I think what really struck me was the fact that David's writing that song. It's not theology. It's coming out of incredible experience of God's faithful, faithful, faithful love and goodness toward him. And that he literally experienced the Lord rescue him, save him, protect him, provide for him in the midst of being on the run of enemies. And David loved God's presence. He loved being in God's presence, feeling God's presence, knowing God's presence. Well, that's my guess. If David were on New Song Cafe... Why did he write the Lord is my shepherd? More than anything else is that that's so many songs. People write songs coming out of their experience. I think David wrote Psalm 23 coming straight out of his experience. It's why it's my shepherd. It's why it's so personal. It's so close because he experienced all those things and so much more such that I suppose he could have also entitled it Surely Your Goodness and Steadfast Love follow me all the days of my life that's what it means to have the lord as our shepherd he loves us he cares for us he engages us in our everyday life if he did it for david how much more does he want to do it for us so take heart today dwell in enjoy the fact that the lord is your shepherd god bless